Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Oh, hey. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back, indeed. Jesse's doing pretty good over here. I'm doing good. He's just jamming out. What what's got you in a rocking mood? Oh, uh, you know we did it. We we were doing reviews today, so uh, the strain we had before was really awesome, and it actually put me in a really good mood thinking about the strain that I was like, dude, you know what? We haven't talked about this strain. No, we haven't, which is surprising because I kind of like it just from the name alone. Yeah, it makes me think of Rob Zombie back in the day, like with white white zombie. I'm hearing this doom 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 like I'm hearing this like rock song in my head, thinking about this one because it's such a cool name. It's also an offensive name to some. It is. I think people can be quite offended by yeah noises. So it can go by a ATF ATF. Yeah, it could go to ATF or Alaskan Thunderfuck. Boom boom. My Alaskan Thunderfuck. That. The name alone, it's going to grab your attention, but being that this is a sativa dominant, is that right? It is. Yeah, it's definitely a sativa dominant. I gotta tell you, man, this is the strangest strain I've ever tried, and I love it. Yeah, it comes from a unnamed Northern California strain and an unnamed Russian ruderalis mm. strain, which is really weird, and then crossed with an Afghani indica land race strain to create Alaskan uh, Thunderfuck. It's uh it's a different one, man. Um and the reason Damn why. Me. Because for you, how do you feel on Alaskan Thunderfuck? Relaxed, creative, energetic. Knocks euphoric. me down. Like Put it is sleep. puts me straight to sleep. For a sativa. Now again, we know somebody's gonna be so some strange bullshit, bro. They're bullshit. I understand that. Totally fine. However, Alaskan Thunderfuck, what Brandon described is exactly what I expected. And what I got was... A good nap? (laughs) Yeah. It it passed me out because I was like in the middle of the day and I'm like, I'm going to try it because it's sativa. I'm like, "Mm, let's go. And nope, it put me down. It was weird. It was really weird, but it turned out to be one of my favorite. The flavor is really awesome. Now, we had this off a cart, Mm -hmm. and it was good. Yeah. It was a Utah cart. Yeah, but it was good. It was No, it wasn't. No, it was California. Yeah, it was a California one. So it it was good. It wasn't bad. It was just crazy. It totally did not hit the way that I thought it was going to hit. It was weird that your experience was so drastically different than mine with that same one. But I will say, this is a re- a really weird strain because the THC percentages start at 13% and they go to 27 with this. Those are the range of the THC testing percentage. So definitely look at what it is that yours is testing at. Where's your range? What it is that you're getting? Most of them are averaging around 22, but you will see quite that swing of them there. Yeah, so. it is. And this strain, though, I want to go to the flavor profile. It was very mild, not spicy at all. It was really smooth, 
for a cart. Now, I will say this for a lot of times when you're with a distillate, not a live rosin, but more on the distillate side, I get super coffee. Um, if it's heavy in the terps, I wonder what kind of terps are in there. Um, let's take a look and see. So Alaskan Thunderfuck is known for like woody aromas, pine. Um, I didn't get a lot of pine, but no. but I got the woody aromas. Yeah, it's supposed to I have. know what that means. Earthy. So that means like a Traeger. <laughs> yeah, exactly, just like a Traeger. <laughs> um, it's supposed to have earthy and nutty and a chocolate-like scent. Hmm, nutty, I could get that. And hints of lemon as well. Oh, that person went way too deep. That's weird. Yeah, I don't. That's so much. I didn't get that. It was chocolatey, but it was lemony. But it was also also earthy and woody and nutty. There's just too many descriptive words there. I think they just got a little bit high, which makes sense. Makes sense. From Alaskan (laughs) Thunderfuck. Yeah, it is. It's just an unusual strain. It's not a big, you're not super chatty. But you're, well, you definitely oh, weren't. No, you were so tired, dude. It knocked me out. Like I, I still have like a quarter of that, of that cart now, and I use it only when I can't sleep. I mean, that's great to Holy have that shit. in your medicine cabinet. Yeah, it literally like the ones that I would put in my medicine cabinet. Alaskan Thunderfuck for sleep, sour diesel for. Headaches, migraines, things like that. Um, blueberry for rapid heart rate or um, relaxation. Just chilling out. That's a really good one, like to calm me down. Yeah. So it's cool. Like I, I, I feel that way every time. Like now more than ever, especially when my wife's like, oh, my stomach is hurting and I'm like, how long ago did you eat? And she tells me, and I'm like, okay. Is that you drinking water? Like, yeah. All right, let me get a strain for you. Like blueberry muffin is really good for gut. Really good for gut. Hmm. And it's great for headaches too. But that's the cool part, right? Alaskan Thunderfuck is for me, it is purely a medicinal one, I would yeah. say. This isn't a wreck one for me. There are some people, like I read reviews on it. It was awesome. Like people are just having a great time. Oh, yeah. Well, it- it was. It was a very great strain. <laughs> for me, I had a very different experience than you. It was kind of a creeper, though. Like it, it took is. a little bit to to settle in. It can be a little bit of a coffee one, like a coughing strain, and supposed to be a really like pungent aroma. Oh yeah, I bet the buds are incredibly pungent, though. I would imagine so. He's just. Yeah, this is supposed to be like a strong aphrodisiac, good for hiking, stuff like that. It's just funny that yours is so much of a sedative experience with that Which one. is cool. I mean, it says insomnia, migraines. Everybody's like talking like, oh, it's awesome. I'm just totally chill. This is great for getting out there. Knock yeah. my knock my dick right in the dirt. Yeah, it's funny. It just knocked me down. It's with like headaches, nausea. Yeah, migraines, mm-hmm. which is cool. And that's another way. This is a good medicine. See, that's an all-around medicinal strain. There's a difference. There's a difference with each strain that you hold. Like, which one, Where? what do I need right now? What can help me right now with what I'm dealing with? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to do this. Well, because the experience from, like, this one to, say, even Kosher Dog, the one we just did before, mm-hmm. 
way different experience. Oh, yeah. One's a lot more way chill, just very, very present. And Alaskan Thunderfuck, especially in higher doses, can make your mind race or, you know, make someone anxious potentially or even make you fall asleep. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. And we have to remember that our endocannabinoid system changes with us. It's a, it's evolving. So what, and, it, and again, it also comes down to where's your source, right? If I had a consistent source of ATF all the time from a specific grower that was local to me, you then I would know. Yeah, yeah, you would be more consistent. With a distillate, I don't feel that that's very true at all. No. So you're going to get like, you could get a cart from one manufacturer and get another one, same strain, totally different feel, like Jack Herrera. For the last two Jack Herreras I've had, mm-hmm. they've been awesome. But the first Jack Herrera I had wasn't as awesome. It was okay, but it was just the manufacturer. So what they put into that is different from the other carts that I've been able to have in Jack Herrera, like when I picked it up in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. And it was great. It was so awesome. I felt great. Like I had Pineapple Express out there, mm-hmm. and it wasn't as uplifting as I normally experience with Pineapple Express, yeah. especially with flour. Like I'm like, dude, this is this is prim. But oh, or like the concentrate of Pineapple Express, that was great too. So good. <laughs> and I mean, but the, again, though, I could have that exact same strain somewhere else. But because of how it was grown, where their elevation's at, all these different factors into it, now all of a sudden it just sucks. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, like, if there was, like, say cannabis was 100% legal Mm -hmm. everywhere, no restrictions, if I was a betting person, I'd be going to the places that produce the best cannabis and then ship that shit. Right. Because there's places where we'll get, like, Colorado, no beef. At all, but it was my first my first introduction to legal recreational flower. Me too. So you know, but at the same time, I also realized that climate makes a drastic difference. Totally. I mean, the the cannabis, no matter where you're, and in elevation too, I would imagine so, because when you get California weed, bud, chronic, cannabis, whatever, right? Wherever you get it from, you get it from California, depending on the area, you're already excited. Like anybody who gets it. I, I don't know. So let's talk about this a little that. bit. Um, One of our favorite audience members. Yeah. Kyle down in Texas. Love Kyle. He, uh, he actually sent me a video a couple of weeks ago and was like, hey, I have a question. Because we were talking back and forth and he was saying, you know, wouldn't the flower be the same? Like dryness from state to state if it's grown indoor if it's grown you know the same way shouldn't it be and i was like well no because your climate is going to be different my 99 of all growers out there aren't going to 100 percent control that humidity no maybe there is one out there that is but most of them aren't so then you're going to have humidity that affects the entire grow then the second you pull it off to cure you're having humidity temperatures and temperature differences there. Yeah. And then as after it's cured, the whole time it's there as well, the air outside is a higher humidity content. And so even when I've gotten flour from California and then I open it up, 
it is always so much stickier, oh, yeah. danker feeling than at anything I get out of Colorado. Even if I get an outdoor grow from California, I can get an outdoor grow that is just really well grown and then sealed properly, mm-hmm. packaged. And that stuff is so dank. And I get an indoor grow from Denver that is really well grown. They control the humidity, the process, everything like that. And I get it here and it's a drier product. Yeah. And it, it's and that's also that a preference bad. too. I mean, some people yeah. like a little bit more dry herb. I get that. It's true. Especially with your grinder, right? That oh. that shit gets clogged. It's so hard. Sometimes when it's in there and it's really sticky, you're oh. like, oh, trying to twist that grinder. Not like that new grinder. I think that would oh. think would just shred it. Yeah, that thing's been so smooth. Yeah, I was like, whoa, Jesse dude. Jesse got me this super cool one that has a spout on it, and it shoots out the flower into like your bowl yeah, or your uh, joint or whatever. That's beautiful, and it spins so smoothly like butter. Yeah, and so. then just fills up. I mean, it just it's cool because it contains everything inside of it. Like if you just you don't want to leave it out and getting dry for those who are like, no, I don't want it to. I don't want to get drier than it is, but. Exactly what what we're talking about with it. It's just so, it, it really does depend on your preference because there is drier herb that I'm totally fine with. Yes. Oh, right? yeah. I'm totally fine and with it. It depends on, I think, the starting quality, what it is, because there's also just some that their quality is not great. And, and that, if it's dry and not great. Right. And it's I like the, it. the one we have with ATF because it was, it, it's from a California company, right? But the thing is, is that where wherever they got their product from mm-hmm. there was a different process done with them yeah instead of the cheap garbage shit that you can typically get now in utah it's very regulated yeah and watched over i wonder if we can find this here as a utah strain um i want to have you go through and try it again as like a flower or something from because, here or another place that we can get as long as it's flower or a different concentrate. Yeah, yeah, that'd be because cool. Because this is also supposed to really help with ADHD, ADD, really yeah. hyper-focusing on one task. And obviously my youngest is not at an age that I'm thinking of her using these, but when she gets older, that is definitely something that I would consider. And, you know, having knowledge of strains and things that work for that sounds... Yeah, those, that sounds amazing because when you can get that type of feeling, especially for like ADHD, because that's what I expect from a sativa. Now, again, it just depends upon the grow and all the other factors, more on the terps and, and everything else that's connected with the cannabinoids. But I would like to have that feeling, that experience. So flower would definitely be awesome to be able to try out Alaskan Thunder. Yeah, supposedly this one is more prone to panic or anxiety, though, especially for those who are not. Um, like not used to it. No, okay. So, so yeah, this is for a veteran. I mean, yeah, if you have a low tolerance of THC or are prone to panic attacks or anxiety, this might not be your strain. Or if you feel you really want to try it, take a dose of CBD before. Have lemon juice around. Have extra CBD on hand, and yeah. go low and slow. I think that's almost a better thing to think of, especially with our newer consumers of cannabis. I think as a almost as a prophylactic is to be able to take the CBD before you start your yeah. sesh. Just just to kind of a slower onset 
it's not well, as strong. It'll take off that drastic high that you would get anyway. Yeah. So it's automatically going to limit and go, all right, hopefully you won't get past here. Yeah. So if you Rick, take that ahead of time, that totally. would be fantastic to start with your initial session. I would think it would be best to do that with an intensure form. Or I'm not a big fan of CBD gummies. Something on set fast, though, even the discrete tablets, you know, yeah. 20 minutes, the ones that have CBD or, you know, the 20 milligrams of CBD or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you could pop something like that, wait 20 minutes and then go have your sesh, then you might be able to feel less anxious. Yeah. I mean, worry about having a panic attack. Well, and it's great because it's in a microdose. Mm -hmm. So the microdose, it's not going to be harsh. It's not going to be overly like, this is too much for me. Yeah. Like you just start low and slow, right? It's One tablet onset. tastes like Smarties. Yeah. They're, they're brilliant. Well, but, and the best part, every cannabis school listener can get 20% off. That's right. Yeah. 20% off. You just put in the promo code school 20 at checkout. And the link will be down in the show notes. Yeah. 20% off first order. Uh, fantastic thing. So, uh, some of the cool things you saw there, they have sleep. They have a, I'm excited to try that one because I've been sleeping like shit. So I'm hoping that does wonders. And I will let you guys know how it does. Yeah, it's pretty good. My, I give it to my son. My son, it really helped him out a lot. Oh, so they've got those. They've got restful. Uh, my favorite's chill. Um, it's just, it's nice. It's easy. Who couldn't use a little chill sometimes? Yeah. And you can be discreet about it. It comes in little packages if you want to be able to do that, or it just comes in a bottle with the tablets. Yeah, like vitamins. Yeah, they look like vitamins. They're awesome. It's cool, though, the little packets, though, because it's just like... You know, oh, yeah. They're individual toss. ones. You just bring it with you. And... Yeah. Super, yeah. super awesome. Feels amazing. Good for, you know, if, you, if you're if you a little bit more seasoned, uh, I would take a few more Yeah, just to, to get it. But for most people, going low and slow, go with discreet. Yeah. Well. Yeah, this is awesome. I, I think I think we should get a, get it again. I think there's several ones that we should get again that we've done strictly in cart that should be done. But sometimes, as you will find, cannabis is not always the easiest to find every strain that you want at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty difficult, especially where you live. Uh, East Coast don't get a lot of love from the awesome strains that we get to be able to have out here in the West and vice versa. Yeah. I think they got some great strains out there that we normally don't get. And um, it's just cool. So keep keeping your ear down and try to figure out what, what are some of the cool strains that you guys have around in your areas and let us know about that. If there's something out in D.C. that's like absolutely amazing, we want to hear about it. Florida, please tell us. Because everyone's got their own unique stuff. Everyone's oh, yeah. got their own growers. So there's custom stuff everywhere. It's yeah. cool. Cannabis is growing into a incredibly diverse experience. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we were early on the Oklahoma scene. <laughs> long, him. long story yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Oklahoma scene back then to now we just keep Changed hearing so much noise out there it's awesome it's a great place for cannabis and so yeah everybody it's been awesome yeah thanks we for love you guys in. catch y'all next week <laughs>